I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Monday, November 6th. Today at noon is the last day and hour to request an absentee ballot for tomorrow's Quincy City election. Early voting wrapped up on Friday and mail-in ballots must be returned to City Hall by tomorrow night at 8 p.m. There is a ballot drop box located outside City Hall. In-person voting will take place tomorrow from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. There is no school in Quincy tomorrow. There are races this year for mayor, the wards 2, 4, and 6 city council seats, and 3 school committee seats. City Clerk Nicole Crispo is predicting a 35% voter turnout. Oh, it's been almost a month since Hamas attacked Israel on October 7th prompting Israel to declare war. Israeli warplanes struck a refugee camp in the Gaza Strip early yesterday, killing at least 40 people and wounding dozens. The strike comes as Israel says it will press on with its offensive to crush the territory's Hamas rulers, despite U.S. appeals for a pause to get aid to desperate civilians. The soaring death toll in Gaza has sparked growing international anger, with tens of thousands from Washington to Berlin taking to the streets over the weekend to demand an immediate ceasefire. Here in Massachusetts, there were pro-Palestinian rallies in Braintree and a rally for Israel in Brookline yesterday. Organizers within the local Jewish community are calling for unwavering support for Israel, while Palestinians are condemning what they're calling a genocide against their people. Similar to what we've been seeing at the rallies, emotions ran high at both base state events. Those supporting Israel and those supporting Palestinians have both described actions against their own communities as genocidal. In Brookline, there was music, food, and signs flooding Babcock Street yesterday afternoon for the celebration of Jewish life. The event was also used as a platform to continue to show support for Israel in its war against Hamas. It was also a fundraiser. The Solidarity Walk held throughout Coolidge Corner was in response to the attack nearly a month ago. Some in the crowd disputed claims that Israel's counterattack in Gaza has gone too far. Meantime, in Braintree, a pro-Palestinian rally was held on Washington Street. Many there were calling attention to the death of innocent civilians, describing Israel's retaliatory efforts as genocidal. Signs and flags lined the street in front of Braintree Town Hall with calls for the U.S. to stop providing aid to Israel. With celebratory news of Americans finally escaping the war zone in Gaza, where they've been stuck for weeks, the Shafai family from Plymouth is still trapped and growing desperate. The family has been trapped since Hamas attacked Israel. Supplies have been dwindling. Drinking water is scarce. Couple's youngest, their two-year-old son, is sick. Senators Elizabeth Warren and Ed Markey sent a letter to the Secretary of State saying civilians in Gaza desperately need more humanitarian aid more quickly. The letter went on to say they urge you to continue to work through your partners to provide safe passage for Americans trying to leave Gaza, including a family from Plymouth. News of other U.S. citizens with children getting out in the last few days, including the O'Call family from Medway, 
gives the Shafai's reason to stay positive. The family has hunkered down in a room with about 20 people. They said the trip from there to Rafa border is dangerous and takes a toll on the children. They do not want to do it again unless they have a guarantee that the whole family can get out together. Hundreds of people gathered for a vigil held in honor of a missing Massachusetts woman who was recently found dead in a parking garage at Logan Airport and those who suspected killer is on the loose. The vigil for 31-year-old Margaret Mbitu from Whitman was held last night at the Grace and Faith Anglican Church in Bridgewater. Those who spoke at the vigil remembered Mbitu as a dedicated nurse who loved to travel and had a contagiously positive attitude. Mbitu was reported missing by her family last Monday. State police said her body was found last Wednesday evening in the central parking garage at Logan Airport. Suffolk County DA's office says 40-year-old Kevin Kangathe of Lowell is wanted for Mbitu's murder. It is believed to have boarded a flight to Kenya on Wednesday. The arrest warrant documentation indicated that Mbitu and Kangathe were dating. A man facing several weapons charges after police found an AR-style rifle and 3D-printed gun parts inside his Kingston home on Saturday. Kingston police said detectives were conducting an illegal gun possession investigation over the past few days involving 34-year-old Charles Santos. Authorities believe Santos, who's prohibited from owning guns based on his history, was possibly in possession of a firearm, as well as various parts and ammunition, and that he was allegedly using a 3D printer to manufacture guns. Investigators received a search warrant for his Howland Lane home and searched the property on Saturday, where they found a fully operational AR-style rifle, various firearms, accessories, a 3D printer, 3D printed firearms parts, body armor, steroids, and other items. Police released a photo showing some of the items that were found inside his home. According to police, what is shown is only a portion of the evidence against him. Santos was arrested and charged with unlawful possession of a large capacity firearm, possessing ammunition without an FID card, and possessing Class E drug. He'll be arraigned today in Plymouth District Court. The investigation is still ongoing. One person was injured yesterday in a shooting at an Ocean State job lot in Brockton. Police responded to the store on Campanelli Drive about noon, found a man who'd been shot, the victim taken to a local hospital, and is expected to be okay. Police say the man was shot after he allegedly pulled a knife during a dispute with an Ocean State employee. Investigators have identified the gunman. Police are searching for him at this time. His name has not been released. Ocean State Job Lot released a statement last night saying the safety of our customers and associates continues to be our top priority as we work with Brockton police to investigate. Statement also said the Brockton store was closed. A sign posted on the store's door said it was closed but would reopen at 8 o'clock this morning. The Hingham Teachers Union is criticizing the school district over what they call a lack of transparency after a substitute teacher was arrested last month. The middle school teacher was arrested while inside the school building. No students saw the arrest, which police would only say was related to something outside of the school community. 
In a letter, the Hingham Education Association said the union learned about the arrest from parents and not from school officials. The Sullivan Tire Empire will soon change hands to a new group of buyers who are already familiar with the company. Norwell-based Sullivan Tire informed its approximately 1,500 employees on Friday that the 68-year-old family-owned auto service chain had been sold to an employee stock ownership plan. The new plan will be in addition to all the employees' current benefits. Current owners Robert Sullivan and Paul Sullivan will stay on with the company as chairman of the board and vice chair, respectively. Joseph Zacchio will continue as president and CEO. According to The Globe, all employees who stay until the end of the year will become members, which gives them rights to a share of the company. They'll fully vest after six years, and they can redeem their vested shares when they retire at age 65 or later. Sullivan Tire has 79 retail locations across New England. A check of business news this morning. Stocks are higher. The Dow was up 222 points. The Nasdaq rose 184. The S&P added 40. World stocks were mixed. The dollar rose. The euro was up. Oil at almost $82 a barrel. In sports, Patriots lose to the Washington Commanders 20-17. to The Celtics are in Minnesota tonight at 8 o'clock, and the Bruins are at Dallas at 8 o'clock. Forecast from the National Weather Service today, mostly cloudy at a high of 50 degrees. For tonight, cloudy, maybe a shower, low of 42. Tomorrow... Some clouds in the morning, maybe some breaks of sun later with highs in the mid-60s, mostly sunny at a high near 50 on Wednesday. Some showers Thursday at a high 45. But the boater today waves about a foot. Northeast winds 5 to 10 knots become easterly later today. Next high tide at 6 p.m. Sunrise 622 sets 431. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News Update for Monday. November 6th.